grab your coffee, get jacked up. I'm Jamie Taylor. It's time for another episode of the Block Talk Podcast, where we aim to add value to the community of Little Rock. This week's guest is Jeremy Connery, and he is from a company called Liberty Mutual. I'm going to let him introduce himself because he is super cool. Well, thank you, Jamie. Appreciate you having me here on the show today. This is my very first podcast, so thank you for letting me be your be your first here. And I'm excited to be here in the city of Little Rock and talk a little bit about Liberty Mutual and what we do here. Uh, I've been with the company about 11 years, and I'm the sales manager. I lead a sales team. We cover uh, most of Arkansas, and I've also got an office in Memphis that covers West Tennessee and Mississippi. But we love Arkansas. We're here. I'm here all the time, and this is just a great community here. Well, I love it because when I met you, I literally came up. You are just very exciting and easy to talk to. You're a killer networker. Our audience can hear you already have a voice for podcasting. So you were just real easy for me to walk up to and connect to. We had the same sort of personality. And then you said, yeah, I'm expanding a team into Little Rock, and I want these guys to be the best, and I want them to work the hardest and have the best product. And ever since then, everywhere I turn, is like Liberty Mutual, Liberty Mutual, Liberty Mutual. So you're killing it. Why did Liberty Mutual come in this market? You know, Liberty Mutual, I'll speak first to why you see us everywhere, because Liberty Mutual's uh, program with the field sales organization, we, we are in the communities, right? So we, we have offices here, we're out in the community, we network, uh, we help out, we volunteer, all those kind of things. So that's why you see us everywhere, is because it's a big part of who we are, is volunteering. Uh, the reason we came into Little Rock is we had not had a local presence here in a long, long time. And this area is amazing, right? Little Rock's growing, the technology the technology sector that you have here is expanding, it's a cool town, it's hip, it's growth. We did a lot of market feasibility surveys and research for about a year before we came in, and we really feel like Little Rock is poised to blow up, especially over the next five to 10 years. That's how I feel. I so, get goosebumps when people say that, yes. because it's like, isn't it great when you did it, when you said the word feasibility study, I was like, I do it on houses here all the time, and it kind of <laughs> blows my mind that like we are sitting on the next big, Thing. Yes, that's the way we feel. And we said, hey, it's a great market. Let's go in there. Let's establish a foothold now before it blows up and everyone else wants to get in there. Right. So that's why we're here and we love it. We've got a team of seven people here continuing to grow and we're excited. We think there's a lot of amazing potential and future here in Little Rock. Yeah. And you guys are smart because you kind of like all seven of them are totally amazing, phenomenal people. Mm -hmm. They're all sweet. I know every single one of them. I've seen them at every YPN event, every Habitat build, every single thing that us as realtors are at and our clients, yep. there you are. And that has created a big, huge bond between you and some local realtors mm -hmm. in the market. Do you think that all insurance agents should make an effort to be close to the agents in their in their market? I mean, do you feel like that knits them to the community automatically? Well, I'm okay if they don't because it makes us look better, right? Right. But no. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We but, hate the guys at State Farm. They're no fun to hang out with. <laughs> but no, you know, every, Always in khakis. every <laughs> company's Jake, State Farm. <laughs> yeah. The worst. Great commercials. Sorry, State Farm. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it, I think that if you want to engage with your community on, on a personal level and actually build those relationships, right? Because an insurance agent, it's, a, it's, a, it's an industry where you, you need to know that you have the right coverage, right? Mm -hmm. You need to know you're protected because you don't know how good your policy is until you need it. So you wanna make sure you've got a good relationship with your agent. You can pick up the phone, you can call him or her and say, hey, here's what's going on. Do I have the right coverage? Do I have the right need? And so, yes, I do believe it's very important for agents to have, or for people to have a good relationship with their agent, right? Yeah, it's super important. And I feel like with us as realtors, we get to directly deal with them. So we're in a situation where we get to say, okay, you're going to buy this house and then you're going to need insurance. And for us, it's like, hurry up, find the best price, you right. know, and the client's like, all right, let's find the best price. Mm -hmm. But then when your house gets broken into and you didn't have theft protection or you didn't have burglar protection, right. you should have read that policy. So right. if your agent doesn't tell you, then you're kind of 
stuck, right? You know, the, the, I see insurance advertised all the time, right? You look at all the competitors out there and they talk about saving X number of dollars or 15% or, or more on your insurance and all that. And the focus on advertising really is about price. It's almost like it's a commodity, okay? Right. So it's hard to differentiate. Insurance is insurance, right? But it's not about the price. It is about the coverage. Uh, price is important, absolutely, right? We don't want to pay $10 million for our insurance policy, right. but we do want to make sure that when something goes wrong- That we have $10 million. That's your, that's your <laughs> covered, exactly. So yeah, and so you know, we see people all, all the time that they come to us, they've got a policy, they state minimum coverages, uh, you know, they, they don't have, if they were to get in an accident, they're gonna get sued. Uh, they don't have the right coverages on their home. They don't have the right life insurance in place. So there's a lot of gaps that we see every single day with people. So if you haven't done it yet, pick up the phone, call your agent, say, hey, give me a review. Let's see. Let's make sure I'm covered completely. doesn't cost right. you anything to review your insurance, Correct. right? Correct. Okay. So then my question is, you, it's hard to sell something you don't believe in, right? Yes. I mean, it's very difficult because I've tried to sell a lot of weight loss products and I am not interested. So <laughs> <laughs> when I go to look for insurance, mm -hmm. I don't want to pay for necessary coverage on my stuff. I don't want health insurance. I don't want car insurance. I don't want house insurance. You're going to make me pay you for this just in case right. something happens. So if we already have to pay for the necessary evil, like, and you're going to sell it to me, and I know you're someone who doesn't sell things you don't believe in, like, what makes you believe in Liberty Mutual, and why should somebody take the time to call you instead of the other guy? Great question. So I actually had the, the blessing to be with this industry with two different companies. Uh, I was with a a large named insurance company when I started my career about 12 years ago. Big box insurance. It's, it was, uh, yeah, it was a name everyone knows and I won't repeat it, but it's a, it's a uh, publicly traded company, okay? And so that was my very first experience with insurance. You know, we had claims come in and it was almost, it was almost, Jamie, like the, the policyholder was guilty until proven innocent. It was kind of the vibe that I felt when yeah. we're working with these policyholders. We are not paying for this. It was unless the, it was a, there was a lot of focus on showing a profit each quarter to the shareholders, and so it, you know we talked about that right being profitable. How are you going to be profitable if there's like a hurricane or something? <laughs> well, companies right, well, you want to be profitable so you don't got a business. Uh. Um, but I think that with the claims <laughs> with the claims aspect of it, it it really felt like. Like I would not want to have a claim with that company if I was there. Let's put it that way. Ooh, that's not a good feeling. So I was there. I cut my teeth there for about a year and a half. And then I was recruited by Liberty Mutual, came over there. And one of the very first things I noticed was a complete culture shift. It, the, our motto was do the right thing. So every, we talk about it every day, do the right thing. What's the right thing? What's the right thing for the customer? What's the right thing for, you know, we're doing what we said. Uh, one of my very first clients I had there, I, I wrote her policy and a couple months later, she, her house was broken into. She had, she was about to get married in a week. Her fiance at the time has started, started to move some of his stuff into her house. He's not listed on the policy. They're not, they're not married yet. His stuff, majority of his stuff is what was stolen. And we had no legal obligation to cover that. We could have, you know, there's there, he's not on the policy. He doesn't live there yet. Um, but we said, Hey, they're going to be married in a week. If this would have happened a week later, that it would have been, been covered. covered, right? Because they're married at that Do point. Do the right thing, Jeremy. So we did the right thing, and yeah. we covered it. And that was—I had just come to Liberty at that time, and I was blown away because yeah. of my prior company. Nope, sorry, wouldn't you know? It would follow the policy language, and you wouldn't have had any love. So. Um, no, that gets me excited. I'm like, because that was my husband, like I moved in and we were talking about his truck and I was like, why don't you just buy a new truck? He was like, this truck is paid off. And I was like, <laughs> really? Cause it was kind of a newer model truck. He was like, yeah, somebody broke into my house and they piled up all my stuff in my truck and then they drove my car down the road and they totaled it. 
And he's like, so I got my truck back, and when the insurance paid me, I fixed it. Like, and you know, whatever. But the thing is, he had he had a very difficult time with the insurance process. It was mm-hmm. difficulty on the claim. It was difficult. Like he had done something wrong. Like, hey, I didn't steal my truck and drive it down the road and crash my stuff in it. I didn't do that. So that makes right. me feel good that there's some of that humanity because it feels like anymore insurance is sort of this necessary evil yes. where the relationship is removed. I guess you're aiming to solve that problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and before I go on a limb here, you know, we don't, and some claims we have to follow that language, right? Obviously. But a, a lot of times we look at it through the lens of what's the right thing to do here. And most of the time our agents are very consultative and we have them making sure the coverage they write are the correct ones for the clients. So there's usually not those gray areas, right? The clients are going to have the right coverage. Right. And that's the thing that I, and that the goal anyways of the podcast, and you've known me for a while now, and the podcast has sort of evolved. It came into this idea of just real estate in the beginning. The idea was just, let's talk about real estate. Let's talk about mortgage lending. Let's talk about selling and buying in, in, in Little Rock. And it sort of has evolved into this adding value thing that like, you're not just Liberty Mutual. You represent so many more things than Liberty Mutual, but right. the insurance company itself and the feeling of what you're going for, that's the value we're trying to add to the client base. Like, hey, this yes. is a company who wants to do the right thing yes you're used to hearing the word liberty mutual thinking big huge insurance company lots of money you're not right. thinking about an individual relationship with a person who has your best interest in mind and i feel like that's the experience i have when i'm with you guys yes. so I'm, I'm guessing that's what makes it successful <laughs> and why you work for a company like this so i guess the question is like why are there so many insurance agencies then like why why isn't there just one corner of the market that does better than everybody else sure so the insurance, the insurance industry is just like the real estate industry, right? There's so much competition. There's a realtor on every corner. There's an insurance agent on every strip mall. Yeah, the difference is real estate industry has Jamie Taylor, so. Uh, well, yeah, the insurance, no, I'm just insurance industry's got me, so, oh, boom, you know, boom. true, but without us. Match made in heaven. Took a dynamic duos there. I like it, right? So, I mean, seriously, though, there's, I, I would say off the top of my head, and this is like brand awareness, too, but it's like Liberty Mutual, Allstate, State Farm, I'm out. Geico Progressive. Oh, Armor, you're way you're in the there's, there's a few. Yeah. There's a few of them. Okay. There, and yes. then I could probably lay like way more real estate companies. Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with the oversaturation? So it's a great, great question, right? Um, the way that we operate our business is kind of like I referred to earlier. We, we're involved in the communities. Okay. So you said you we're out, you see us everywhere, right? That's the, where the majority of our business comes from is from those personal relationships. We partner with uh, with realtors, mortgage bankers, title attorneys, financial advisors, CPAs, uh, auto dealerships, really all of those places where people have a need for insurance. And we're able to say, hey, if you've got a customer that has a need, we could be here as a resource for yeah. them. And we try to develop those relationships and be a trusted advisor to where if you know, you're at a dealership and you need to buy a car and you call your current carrier, whoa, a sticker shock is just, oh my God, I can't yeah. afford this car. The salesman says, hey, you know what? Let's take a look at Let's look, 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 take a look at another carrier and see if we can help out with that. So we want to be a resource for our partners to where if they've got, maybe they've got a deal on the line, we're able to help them out. Uh, but they know that by referring to us, A, we're going to take care of the client. Your client is, is well taken care of and they've got the right coverage. That's the biggest thing is coverage. Yeah, that's the thing that when it goes wrong, they're like, um, well, how do we have the right one? Yes. So how do you know when you're a consumer then like like what's the question to ask you know what i mean like with real estate they can ask questions about equity or questions about resale and the person has to speak intelligently right away right what's the question you ask an insurance agent to determine that they know what they're talking about sure so i would ask them do you work for jeremy first Just kidding. yes exactly <laughs> so first and foremost i would ask them uh, to explain liability coverage to me so jeremy explain liability coverage absolutely to me. So your, your auto policy has three basic parts to it, and your home policy has three basic parts to it. In the broadest sense, we'll, we'll talk about liability, what that is. 
So that is the very that is the absolute most important policy that you can have on or part, excuse me, that you can have on your insurance policy. And it works like this. Most companies, most states, you know, they they've got a what they call split limit policies. So here in, in Arkansas, state minimum is twenty five fifty. So you just twenty five slash fifty on your on an insurance page or a deck page, declarations page. What that means, you're driving down the road, okay? You get your hands at 10 and 2 in the wheel, you're of driving, course, you're, you're a great driver, not texting. Realtors never text on the phone, absolutely not. Never send a contract behind the wheel. You go over, you get a cup of your coffee, and oh my goodness, the lid of that coffee is loose, spills in your lap, you drop the cup, now you got hot coffee in your lap, you're distracted, and all of a sudden, boom, you rear in that car in front of you. Or maybe you <laughs> miss a stop sign and T bone somebody in an intersection. So you just had an accident, right? Okay. You, if you have 2550, which is the state minimum, 200, it stands for $25,000 per person and it caps out at 50,000 per accident, that is the max that the insurance company is going to pay. That's better the, hope you hit a bicycle. That's the limit of the policy. You're probably gonna kill somebody if you hit them on a well, bike. Well, I mean, or something small because you're not gonna be able to replace a car or a person or a anything with $25,000. Correct. Arkansas, get it together. So the uh, yeah, so the average the average cost of a car is about twenty seven thousand, a brand new car. Okay, yeah. that's average cost. So you're already you're already over the limit. And then what happens? And God forbid you hurt somebody or you put someone in the hospital. Medical I mean, bills. Life flights are fifty thousand dollars. We've seen them before. That's just for the life flight to get you there. ICU is going to cost thousands of dollars a day. Uh, time and work, uh, uh, lost wages. You've got time off of work. You know, there's a lot of additional costs that are there, more than just repairing the bumper of that car especially in a serious accident. And uh, so that's what, you know, that's what you're there for. You need, need to make sure the coverage that you have is enough. And I absolutely would tell you 2550, it's the state minimum, it's the bare bones. It's better than nothing, but it is not, Probably it's not adequate. Just barely above <laughs> nothing. <laughs> barely above nothing, right. And the, reason, and the reason why you wanna have that coverage is, so you had that accident, right? You got a state minimum coverage is you, you um, let's say that you rear-ended a Cadillac Escalade. Okay, so a $90,000 car, you put the driver in the hospital, they're in the hospital for a couple weeks, they're missing work, they've got bills, and you only had $25,000. probably had a good job if they were driving an Escalade. Right, $25,000 in coverage, that's yep. it. So their medical bills and their, all that loss may be a $200,000 loss. The insurance company's gonna pay their part, that $25,000 per person, but you're on the hook for $175,000. And what happens there is We've got some, you probably hear it, right? There's attorneys all the time on the radio, on the TV. They, they live Injured in an accident? Like that's we'll right. Yeah. So what happens is you're going to get sued by an attorney. They're going to sue you for that 175000 that that person that you hit, it was your fault that it happened. Mm -hmm. They need to be compensated. They need to get their money back. The craziest it's, part is you can't even discharge that in a bankruptcy. It's like a judgment. It's like a like it follows you around forever too. So you can't even just be like, well, I'm broke, no worries. Like, no, no it will ruin your life if you owe somebody that money. And what happens is they go after all the money that you have, your liquid money, so your money in your checking, your savings, investment accounts, things like that. I don't know about you. I don't want someone taking 175000 out of my checking account. I wish I had 175000 Well, me too, account. but what I was going to say is I'd <laughs> much rather just have a BA insurance policy, you yeah. know, because then I'll just be frank with my listeners because they know my insurance level per month, I pay more for my house, my car combined, like my kids' tuition. Like you could pile all that up, and I still pay more for insurance. Mm -hmm. I am overinsured. Can you even be overinsured? You can't be overinsured. That's your part. You just have a conversation with your agent to make sure you got yeah. the right coverage. Jeremy levels. and I will talk about this off air. <laughs> exactly. But just saying. I really think that that's important because a lot of people wouldn't have known. And for me, like mm -hmm. I know what minimum liabilities are, but I'm kind of shocked to find out they're twenty five fifty. Now my liabilities are to cover 
my assets and my liabilities. So right. I know that I have enough to cover, you know, my car and their car if something was to happen. But twenty five fifty, if somebody else is driving around with that policy, don't hit me. Right. right? Hey, <laughs> hey, and you know what? Right. So you didn't have one hundred seventy five thousand. Go back to that example to pay off what was owed. So what? So you're in real estate. What do you think happens? Where do they go to look for, look for that money? The house. The equity in your they house. The equity in the it's house. Like, they'll file a lien. I'm sure. That equity in your home is like a big bag of money sitting on the front porch. You're telling me. And it is that <laughs> it is that attorney's job to go get it. Now, what happens if you don't have enough equity in your home? Do you know what happens in the state of Arkansas? I think you fire your agent, but no. Do they collect your wages? Yeah. You get your wages garnished, garnished up to yeah. 25% in Makes the state of Arkansas sense. until it's paid for. So, Makes perfect sense. So because we wanted to save a little bit on our car insurance and we had state minimum coverages, now we have no money, we have no house, and we have to start all over again with a 25% pay cut. That's, what, that's the reality of what happens when people don't have enough coverage in place. And so the coverage, the liability piece is the, mo it's the most important thing. So for those listeners out there, how do I know I'm working with a good insurance agent? Ask them to explain liability to you. Make sure they can clearly articulate what a liability is, why you should carry good level, good limits of it. We can always replace stuff, yeah. right? But the liability, that, that's your lifestyle, right? That can affect your life for the rest of your life. Right. That is a really good test. So I'm going to like literally go ask a few insurance agents <laughs> to explain it just to see because a lot of people will give you the cheapest rate. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like I talked to somebody recently about mortgage lending and they're like, everyone calls about the rate. And I'm thinking... Probably the same thing with auto insurance. Like, how they cheap do. can I get this? Terrifying. Okay. So, what's more important when you're pricing somebody? Insurance limits, like we just talked about, mm -hmm. or deductible? Like, if you if if you had to choose, sure. and you're like a new student, you know what I mean? Like, that's a hard decision to make. So, how do you make a decision? A deductible or coverage? So, if you think I compare it to think about the dollars, right? Are we are we worried about little dollars or are we about lots of dollars? We're worried about big dollars. We're big really dollars. For the worst case scenario. Right. So. Most policies are gonna come, they may have a $500 deductible. It's pretty standard what we normally see for comprehensive and collision, the two parts that cover your vehicle. If, you're, if money's tight, you're on a budget, go ahead and bump that deductible up. Do 1,000, do 1,500, and use that additional savings because you're saying, hey, hey, insurance company, I'm gonna carry more of the risk if something happens. So you get a better, better deal on your premium because right. you're carrying more of the risk. So take that savings, and apply it to your liability coverage okay. and have them increase that. And to double your coverage is not double the price. It's incredible how minimal of a difference it is. It may be $10, $15 a month difference to double it, to triple it. So take that savings that you would have from increasing your deductible and put it towards the liability coverage. And it's crazy not to bundle all this, right? It's crazy yes. not to put house, car, oh, boat, yes. storage unit, all that together. Yes, depending, then, depending on the company, it can range. It could be a discount as high as 30%. That's crazy. And that's the thing on contents. Like contents mm -hmm. is a big deal to me. And I think just because of what happened with my husband, I sort of like watch out for like all yeah. of our stuff inside, you know, cause that would be the hardest thing to replace. Mm -hmm. Cause you can't place your memories. You already have to replace all your stuff. Right. I mean, so what do you do with a house? Same thing. You, you're going to have to just up the deductible. Yeah. So you can, there's a couple options there, right? You can, you can increase the deductible. Um, you can, yeah, that's usually the, the quickest and easiest way to free up some cash. Yes. would be to increase the deductible. Uh, what I would not recommend doing is some people might say, hey, you have a homeowner's insurance policy with replacement cost coverage. Let's take it down to actual cash value because that's less expensive. Be very careful when you're doing that because what that means is if you have replacement cost coverage on your policy, if there's a claim like the theft that you that you shared with me earlier, um, we're going to come in we're going to replace your stuff, right? Yep. So we're going and to, it's going to be the cost of what's going to be to replace right. it. Right. New. We're going to buy it new. We're going to, you're going to pay, get paid for, and you're going to be, have it replaced. People have an, if they have, if they put a policy in place that has actual cash value, 
they get the depreciated value of that item, right? So if you've got a, say you've got a flat screen TV on the wall, it's a 50 inch TV, it's a nice TV, it's, it's stolen. It depreciated it the day you bought it anyway. Correct. Right. Correct, so you're, you may get, it may be a thousand dollar TV. It might be, it might be worth a hundred bucks now. The way TVs change, it's $3 if you bought it yesterday anyway. That's right, that's right. Yeah, it's so, like, um, I just made a new one out of lava. So, <laughs> so have replacement cost coverage. Uh, on your on your home yeah. and make sure that you have those high liability. Those are probably the two most crucial agents, or crucial things to ask an agent. Well, and I think I would go ahead and just back that up really hard with the replacement cost issue just real quickly because mm -hmm. replacement cost is one thing when you're talking about your iPad and your cell phone and these things that are tangible little things you take with you. But when right. you're talking about your house, it's a whole different thing. Ooh, yeah. So all these people that hit flood right now that are insured and they don't have replacement costs are going to be dealing with cash cost to cure on those items and yep. they're not going to be able to replace the level of marble or granite or countertop or cabinet that they they had in their house because they weren't insured for it. Correct. Oh my gosh, my head is spinning over all this because cost, <laughs> cost approach is something that took me years to get good at. And it takes a long, you have to put each piece of the house together to really see what that depreciated asset's going to look like after. Right. Oh my gosh, I'm such a nerd. I love it. So save yourself the hassle. Just do replacement costs. Yeah, just do replacement costs. <laughs> it's easier costs. for everyone all so around. So the thing is about insurance is I love it and I hate it because mm -hmm. I love the fact that we're so protected and that we have this option of like, hey, I'm going to pay you $500 a month and when I need 75 grand, you're going to back me up. Like, that's great. But I also hate it because it's a totally necessary evil. It's mm -hmm. something that we have to explain to our children. And like, it's just hard. It's a lot. And then the healthcare industry didn't help any, right. made it more confusing, more difficult. And so it's just like, I wish I could go to one place. I could be like, hey, Liberty Mutual, I need you to give me health insurance, auto insurance, house insurance. But that's not possible. So do you think we'll ever get there just out of curiosity? Yeah, that's a great question. Some carriers, they do dabble in the health insurance markets. Uh, but again, when, when they had the Affordable Care Act came, that really that was all before that it, yeah it really uh really made a very tough environment to operate in the health insurance field so we don't operate in health insurance a lot of the other major carriers do not want to touch it anymore like um, we can't read right this. so we, we insure we'll, we'll insure your life yeah. right so we do life insurance if you're we, dead yes we do like annuities <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly uh, we do annuities right so we can so we can do some some investments for people but really our main focus is protecting your assets those items those tangible items the we health is up with the best health, branding idea for not guys. one we want to mess with <laughs> yeah liberty mutual we'll cover you dead or alive yeah. not <laughs> i like it i like it so I really want to move to something a little bit more personal just because I have to ask, you have such a great personality. Before I even ask how Liberty Mutual performs on a national level, I know how you perform on a local level and I know what you've done with this team. And I've, I've met some of these people actually before you hired them and then watched you sort of work with the team. So why did you choose insurance? Because people always have that backstory that makes them choose what they chose. Why did you choose this? It's a great story. You know, I've, I kind of fell into the industry. Right, so um, I was did in. Did you have a good insurance agent when you fell? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. So uh, my first job out of college, I worked with a I worked with a with a wholesale lending firm. Okay, and we did we specialized in those awful subprime loans. Okay, so I'm 22 years old. I'm working with a mortgage with a mortgage in the mortgage industry. Mm -hmm. I'm amazing was, for you while you're doing this. Perfect. Yes. So uh, that lasted about three years, and then in 06, 07, we started to lose products. It was right before that we had the financial the Great Recession. And the company I worked for went out of business. And so I was like, okay, I'm not sure what I want to do here, but I don't think I want to stay in the mortgage industry because it's just spiraling out of control right now. So I took a little time off, I had some money saved, and I said, I'm going to explore some industries here. So I explored some industries. You know, I, I went out and said, that looks cool. Let me talk to some people who are in that. And I really was, I really, what gravitated me 
something that really gravitated to me towards was financial advising, working with people, protecting their protecting their assets, right, grow, uh, growing their wealth, things like that. But keep in mind when this was. 2006, 2007. Yeah, you can't do that. So I, I, I'd interviewed with a, with a couple of firms and was really just looking about at the market share. Okay, so everyone's nervous. The you know people are people are losing jobs, right? The economy's going down, and I just didn't know if getting in an industry that dealt with financial advising was the right move at that time. Happened to meet somebody, a friend of a friend, said, "Hey, I know a guy who is a agent at a at a company." He said, you ought to go talk to him. It's, it's similar, right? So it's kind of similar, but you're doing insurance and, and your market is much broader. Mm-hmm. Everyone is a potential client. Yeah, and you're point. pre-failure. So, right. And so, and so I said, okay, yeah, I'll go talk to him. It, and it really intrigued me. There's a lot of similarities. So I said, okay, cool, let's go. Let's, let's make this work. I worked for him for about a year and a half. He sold the book of business. And then I went over to Liberty Mutual and uh, it's been been great ever since so and along the way i've really developed a passion for it though because what we do we it's very meaningful work and what i mean by that is we're i'm on the sales side right so we talk numbers and we talk figures we talk conversion and we're, we're trying to grow liberty mutual is a very aggressive growth strategy we're number four we want to be number three uh, that is that's our our goal so we, you can't do that without growth so we're always thinking about growth and numbers but at the end of the day what we really do is we take care of people we protect them we are there when someone is going through the worst day of their life. Yep. They got in a car, a serious car accident. Their house burned to the ground. They lost a, a, a wage earner or a provider for their family. And, and these are these are not fender benders. These are things that can ruin people's lives. And yeah. we're there to say, hey, it's okay. You, we made a promise to you. When you signed that contract with us, we made a promise to you that we were going to be there for you on this day, and we're here. And that's where we were able to step in and we're able to deliver. Some of the most powerful things I've ever done, I've had the – I don't know if it's the blessing, but it's it's it was a blessing to me to see it in action. Uh, I've had to deliver some life insurance death checks. So we had a policyholders that have passed away. They overnight the checks to uh, the well, the life company overnights the checks to us, and we go deliver them in person with the to the uh, to the survivor, the beneficiary, and it's just powerful. I remember I walked in this lady's living room to give her the check. She was there with her daughter. They lost their father, their their father and their husband. And she just grabbed my neck and she gave me this long, long hug. And just she was crying on my shoulder. She's like, you would not believe how much of a blessing it is to see you because everyone that's walked through that door or that I've had to talk to over the past week has wanted money, the funeral home, the the hospital, right? The, there's a lot of expense involved when someone passes away and they all gotta get paid, right? And so everyone, ha- is everyone that has approached her that she's interacted with in the past week had their hand out. And I'm the only one coming in with saying, hey, your husband loves you so much. He wanted to make sure you and your daughter were taken care of. Here's a check for $500,000 to help help with that. Yeah. And, and so, what a testament to someone's life to be able to say, I left this for you. Yes. So yes. I'm sorry I'm not here, but I got you. So that's, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps yeah, just I know thinking about the story. Because, and that's but, the thing is like, it makes me so emotional because mm-hmm. I know like when my dad passed away, like yeah. that was hard. Yeah. When he died, I was like, great. Like what's my mom gonna do? Right. Like he's social security of all things too. So what am I gonna do? Like yeah. thank God they had a plan, you know? And like still she's my mom is actually across town right now meeting with a dear friend of mine who's a financial advisor to figure out what do we do? She's gonna be in your policyholder list that we talked about so that <laughs> she can have her insurance reviewed. I mean, you have to take care of people. Mm-hmm. And this community, especially Little Rock, but nationwide, like this is what we're missing yeah. is that gentle care of other people so it doesn't matter if it's a life insurance check it might be i'm just going to check your policy make sure you save money but i want to be in this relationship with you because when something happens like that is the biggest thing right there that sells me on it is that you're going to be there when i need you to be there and you're going to do it honestly and that's hard that's hard to find 
yeah, it's 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 really I love what I do because it's that it's very meaningful work. And, yeah. And there's I mean uh, we had some tornadoes I remember that came through. Man, I think it was like 2009. And I remember my phone rings at my desk. And I just I pick it up. I think it's a you know I think it's a client. And it wasn't. It was some. It was actually another agent's client that had called in, and I had gotten the call. But she said she was crying. She said, "Oh my God, I just pulled into my driveway, and my house is a pile of bricks right now." And I was just, oh, I was like, cold like, chills went over that? me. I, I said, "Hey, you know what? I looked her policy up real quick, verified it. She she had good coverage. She had replacement costs on everything. Yeah. And so I said, "Hey, it's okay. You you know your policy's active. It's you've got coverage here." Go ahead and connect you with the claims department and get that process started. And we were able to pass her off and took claims, and, and we had a catastrophe team that went down to that area and responded. And we were able to get her her house rebuilt. But it's just powerful to get those 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 calls because I can imagine myself as a consumer just yeah. like walking walking into my neighborhood or walking into my house and it's gone. Right. So yeah. what do I do? All my stuff. All I don't even, couldn't even begin to categorize all the things in there. Yeah. And just it's a very very emotional, powerful moment. And be able to know that there's someone that says, hey, it's okay. I got you. The worst is over. We're here for you right now. We're going to rebuild. We're going to rebuild this together. That's You made a promise to us a long time ago, and now we get to follow through on that promise. I love that. I'm so. in love with that. I think that's great. And I think it's one of those things. I grew up in Southern California, and the wildfires were always crazy. Because yes. when the wildfires would hit, they'd come in a neighborhood, and a house would burn. And then it would, like, jump across mm -hmm. the street, and it would burn, and boop, boop, boop. And so if you've seen the wreckage of fires, you'll see, like, house is fine, house is fine, house is torched. Right. And it was the most devastating thing to see people come home and, oh, is my house okay? They don't know till they pull up, and thank God they have somebody to be there for them. So right. I think that's probably the best point you could have made while you're here today, because that's what the idea of the Block Talk is, is adding value, and the value is found in the relationship. Yes. I mean, who's what's the point in having an insurance agent that has your stuff covered if they're not going to be there when it happens, one, and two, like... <laughs> What if they're kind of just like a jerk? You know what I mean? Like, oh, your stuff burned? Cool. Going to Oahu. Like, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, no, it's good. I'm glad. And don't make me cry because <laughs> I love it. So what's the most single, like, terrifying thing to leave uninsured? House or car? Tough one. Ooh, You're like, that is, you know, one, but. That, that is a tough one. Um, and I think that, you know, if, if I were to think about risk, right? So I spoke about liability. Absolutely, liability is the, yeah, the number one. That is the scariest thing. I do not know how people drive around with no insurance or low limits. I'd be terrified to even step foot out of my house. Yeah. I wouldn't even look at my car unless it was you. insured, right? Yeah. Um, but I think that's the scariest thing, right? Because we can, you can go into an you can get an accident, right? You, we can replace cars. Okay. Right. If you can get in an accident with no insurance, you can replace the car. Okay. It may may impact your year, but you can replace that car at some point. Um, you could have a claim on your home, not have the right coverage. You can you can rebuild a home. You know, those can be done. Uh, if you don't have life insurance, there's nothing you can do about that when someone passes away. So, so you got to get that before before that occurs. But if you don't have the right liability coverage that and and you severely injure somebody, you kill somebody, you get sued for life value, and that that can ruin your life. Yeah. So that would be the scariest thing is that to have incorrect get, liability limits. Yeah. Everybody go get your liability insurance. Yes. So I get it. Get now. it reviewed. Worry about the big dollars. So what about Liberty Mutual on a national level versus a local level as mm -hmm. far as other agencies goes? I mean, obviously you're number one. In <laughs> but how do you, how does Liberty Mutual as a company perform nationwide and then locally? Yeah, sure. So, so we have multiple different avenues of, of the ways that we help our clients. And it, a lot of our clients have different buying styles, right? So depending on their, their demographics, some people, uh, 
like to shop all online. Some people just want to do business over the phone. Some people just want to do business through email. Yeah. You know, and some say, hey, I want to come in. I want to meet you. I want to I want to talk to you. So we've got multiple different ways to help our clients. We have an Internet team. We have a call center. Um, so we have those are channels that we use. My channel, we call it the field channel. We are out literally in the field. We're yeah. outside, outside sales reps. And our job is to be involved in our communities, meet people, talk to great people like you and your team over at Bluebird Realty. Give yeah. you guys a plug there. Um, and, and really help people on that personal relationship level, right? So our job is to go out and, and do and find the people who aren't gonna click a banner ad online and they're not gonna call an eight hundred number on one of our commercials because they love the Liberty, 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 Liberty yeah. jingle, right? Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Exactly, like exactly. <laughs> if I could sing, I would. But but our job is to go out and, and, and find those people and develop relationships with them. Well, and that's the thing for me, so it's all relationship building and that's sort of like, I kind of led you right to the question I wanted to ask you because- Are you that, leading the witness right now? I'm actually, yeah, I'm leading you. I'm actually pushing you in that direction because what I think is incredible was the participation that you provided to us very quickly when we asked you to. We said, you know, my team at Bluebird Realty, which of course the podcast and the brokerage are two different things, but um, the brokerage that I own and operate decided we wanted to find a way to bring attention to the Realtor Political Action Committee, which is mm-hmm. something we don't get to talk about publicly, and it's essentially this the committee that goes and protects us as agents to be 1099 and to lobby for causes in our communities. And right. so we really wanted to find a fun way to raise money for that and I called and said hey would you be on my team and you came and freaking killed it can you tell everybody how much fun you had just oh my god it was so much fun (laughs) it's such a blast I'd I'd, if I'd if I'm invited again next year, I'd love oh, to come Oh, you're back. on the team. Perfect. You're part of the rookie. Like the, you were the rookie, the ultimate rookie. So we've got to. <laughs> well, I'm going to bring uh, an ambulance with oxygen this yeah, time. because that's I, what's funny. We oh. couldn't get MEMS. We really thought like someone's going to get hurt. We don't have an ambulance here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing Liberty Mutual is here. That's right. Somebody has life insurance on that guy. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was so, oh my God, it was so much fun. It was quite the workout. I was sore for a couple days afterward. But Thanks, Bertram. So, <laughs> so much fun. If, if, you didn't, if, you're, uh, if you're involved in the real estate industry. Uh, you support our pack and you weren't there oh my goodness make sure you're there next time it was a blast uh, yeah i had so much fun and it was and a perfect example of you coming in the community you guys provided a bunch of water bottles for mm-hmm. everybody everyone came out they had a good time yes they got to know you they felt like it was personal you know and that's one of the only reasons that i decided like we should have our insurance looked at again was because i'm like man i'm in a relationship with these people like i want to make sure my stuff is good and i don't i mean i don't do that i have a friend named dylan he works for an independent agency called everly insurance agency uh-huh. him and his dad have been there 30 something years and he's similar to you in the way that like Every time my insurance has ever needed to be checked, he just looks at it and he's like, I can't beat that. Yeah. You know, my husband had worked for State Farm for 15 years, so it was really hard to beat oh, our nice. rates and package for a long time. Yeah. And now that he's not working there, you know, yeah, we've got some openings, but the fact of the matter is the honesty and the integrity that you've provided and then the support of our community really do make you stand apart. So my hope is that everybody that listens to this will also take a moment, check their insurance, call one of your amazing agents or you directly, and we'll put a link to your website too on the podcast link so that awesome. they can- thank you go directly there and that's going to be the key is if you guys need some help with insurance make sure you can talk to somebody on one-to-one level and make sure you know who they are and that they know who you are and what your goals are yes absolutely and and we're gonna we're gonna shoot you straight right so if you're in a good position we're going to tell you that hey you're in a great position i'd stay where you are right now uh, maybe maybe make a couple adjustments. Call your agent. Make these adjustments. Add but, cybersecurity. Yeah, I mean, you're right. We're going to look at it and say, hey, here's some things that that you may want to look at covering. But you're in a good spot. Stay where you are. We're gonna we're gonna be honest with you and tell you that. I just got the greatest question ever in my head. Oh. I didn't send this one to you. So, like, what's the weirdest insurance thing you've ever seen insured, or like the weirdest policy? Like, has anyone ever shared like I'm insuring my boa constrictor? Like, is oh, there? Oh my god. So there's a uh, so there's a syndicate called Lloyd's of London. 
and it is a it's a specialty insurance group. Okay, so they are they in, they specialize in very unique ri- uh, it sounds risk. Sounds like it. Risk. No, it's a right, exactly. Pinky's up. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is it's amazing the things that can be insured. You have singers that insure their vocal cords. You have surgeons that insure their hands. Uh, there's there's a, a just a <laughs> wide range. Insure these babies. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean it's it's amazing. Um, you know just the wide range of things that can be that can be insured. Right. So they've got. Just about anything can be insured. Like an animal? Can an animal be insured? Anim- oh, yeah. You have racehorses that are insured, things like that. What about, like, your dog, Sally? Um, Did you just insure your regular dog? We like, Not unless she like, has... You can do, like, pet insurance. Really? Where they cover the veterinarian bills, yes. They're really... Okay. Yeah, there's pet I insurance I don't know anything sure. about pet insurance. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's yeah. a whole other niche market. So. Oh, my God, yes. It's So you have a dog, right? So you know how expensive those vet bills are. And He used to have a dog. Okay, I did. I know too. he I had a really high vet bill, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, really I, I was there. I was. I had one as well. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, yes. that pet insurance. Not, that's probably what changed no, our right, next right, decision. Right. right. <laughs> but yeah, there's they're they're very inexpensive, right? So it's yeah. not like insuring a human. Okay, human right. health insurance is very expensive. Pet insurance is not expensive, and right. it really helps to, uh, cover a lot of those costs. It covers surgeries. It covers, you know, if they. Um, you know, Fido eats a chocolate bar, gets sick, right? You got to go take him to the vet. It's going to cover things like that. What if your dog bites somebody else? Oh, that's a good question. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Kill so, me. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, I just thought mm-hmm. of that. Like, what if your dog bites somebody? Does your pet insurance cover that or your homeowners? Your homeowners is what covers that nice. because your homeowners is your, the homeowners like auto also has a liability coverage and it's there to protect you if you or a member of your family were to accidentally harm or injure somebody or your pet. Right. right. So you're responsible for the pet. So, okay, I'm going to leave the pet next to I was thinking if your pet, like, attacks somebody, you know, and mm-hmm. your homeowner's insurance gets it, like, does the pet have to pay the added premium after that? Does he go to pet jail? Like, what oh. do you do? You know what I mean? Like, like are you going to yeah. insure that again? Um, well, it depends on the it depends on the companies. Some companies will drop you for a yeah. dog bite. And, yeah. and it, it really goes back to the underwriting pool. So uh, they're going to look at that risk and say, hey, is this someone who's – never had a claim and this was a one-off someone was teasing the dog and then you know reacted or maybe somebody broke in and they yeah something you know something like that or is it or is it this dog's had three bitten three people in the past year you're you're good luck you're not gonna get coverage right well it's just interesting because i like just when i thought i had covered all things insurance it hit me again that there's like a niche market for every part of it you could insure specialty jewelry you could insure your your tennis court you could insure anything Anything, so i'm gonna go home and see all the things i don't have covered and see if i can cover anything um so yeah, if you're gonna give advice to Jeremy when he's 16 years old mm-hmm. and he's sitting behind the wheel of a car and he's trying to figure out like, oh, I'll just get the $25,000 limit, like give some advice to those 16 year olds because those are the ones, you know, do they need VPN insurance? Do they need um, identity and theft? Do they just need like $70,000 in coverage? I mean, I guess if you could give a general rule of advice to 16 year old Jeremy, what would you tell him? So the 16 year old, you know, that's, that is an inexperienced operator is the yeah, term we use in the yell industry. It into their, yes, yes. Right. <laughs> um, and I remember when I was 16, uh, I felt like I was 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Mm-hmm. I, I feel I'm only about nine feet tall and bulletproof now. Yeah. I, I, I'm half, matured. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the beard makes you taller. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but I would say uh, number one, right. Before you even get talking to insurance, slow down. Don't drive like a crazy man. I know I did. I got some tickets for it. Just slow down, pay attention. Don't text and drive. It is it is worse than drunk driving as far as the distraction level. And that is where the majority of our accidents that we see now, most of them are coming from some sort of distracted driving. Mm-hmm. And so put the phone down, ease off that accelerator a little bit. 
Um, I always recommend going to driving school. So a lot of carriers, it will help with that child's insurance rates. If you they can go put to driving your kid school. in driver's school. Oh, yeah. That's such yes. a good idea. And even in my recommendation is even if it doesn't, even if your carrier is one that doesn't give the discount, go ahead and do it because the skills that they learn behind the wheel, they do translate. There's a massive reduction in 16 year olds that have taken that and they're on the road than the ones who've not. There's a massive reduction. In that should accidents. be a requirement because we had to take driver's ed and like mm -hmm. in driver's yeah. ed, there was like a real lot of instruction about like, don't run other people off the road and stuff. Right. I remember right. that. Right. <laughs> Control your road rage, Jamie. Yeah. Oh no, we're not doing that. Okay. That's why I don't have a so, sticker on my car. <laughs> but, but going back to the coverage piece, you know, someone's, if it's a, if it's a 16 year old, they're looking to insure the car. Reality is it's going to be expensive, right? It's an right. inexperienced operator. They don't have that 10 years of experience behind the wheel. Um, and it's, it's a higher, it's a high risk. And so it's going to be expensive. So moms and dads out there just know it. It's going to, it's going to, your premium could double. Um, that's not uncommon. We see that a lot, but, uh, some ways you can save on that buy an older vehicle, nice. but don't buy a sports car, uh, buy things like, you know, maybe a pickup truck or a sedan. Those are going to be cheaper to insure Buy an older one. Um, and if you've got, if it's an old enough, you can just put like liability only on it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I know my first truck was a, uh, it had four wheels and a gasoline engine, and that's all I cared about at 16 years old, right? Yeah. And it wasn't no. the prettiest thing out there, but it, I was, it was mine, and I was able to drive it. And we just had liability only on it, right? Yeah, I mean, my 76 Volkswagen Beetle has nothing to say about that. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, so, I appreciate you being on the, on the podcast, but I have this one question that I ask everybody at the end, mm -hmm. you know, once I get the value out of them. And that is, and I'm creating, like, a master playlist eventually. But this question is related to, like, those days when you have to deliver something like that or you're having a hard time and you have to actually, like, push through to keep building this business, business, the sales team, the area. What's the song that you could just, like, throw on and rock out to? Like, what is your jam? Oh, man. Um, well, I have, a, I have a song on my on my iPhone when I plug it in my car every day, it's by DJ Khaled and it says, all we do is win. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a song that gets you hype up, hyped up. And, um, it automatically plays like as soon as I get in my car. So if I'm trying to listen to a like, podcast or a book, it's, you know, the song starts. So I literally, I hear it almost every single day and it's just kind of a, uh, it's kind of a mindset thing, you know, right? So we all have bad days. We have tough days, but you know, if you just have that mindset, all right, it's just a day. Yep. We're, we're going to keep moving forward and we're going to win. We're going to win the day no matter yeah. what it takes. There's a win in every day. Exactly. One way or another. So I, I appreciate that. And it's actually the most perfect fitting song for you <laughs> having known you. So I appreciate you coming on the show. I just want to remind our listeners one more time that we'll have a link out to your website. If you guys have any questions about insurance, coverage, rate, policy, Little Rock, any of that, Jeremy and his amazing team of agents are here to help. So thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Appreciate having you. It's amazing. My first podcast. I loved it. Thank well, you. Well, you totally killed it. So <laughs> Jamie Taylor with the Block Talk, we're out. <laughs>